ahead. Yes. I, I'm excited to start off this week with a little bit of breaking on the ground reporting. It's coming in now. That's right, folks. Sorry for getting whiplash here. We're jumping right in. No time for pleasantries today because no. there's simply too much too going much on to in talk the about. world of tep. So shut up and listen. Yeah, don't fidget, Marvin. Sit on your hands if you have to. Stop looking in the mirror, Darby, and listen, because we got a breaking news announcement. This last week, I think everyone would know except for maybe babies because their brains aren't very good. Tiny brains, mush brains. And like someone who lives in a cave, shout out the Play-Doh. This week was the CES 2024. Now, CES is the event where all the world's greatest tech innovators get together once a year and they say, this is what we're cooking up. Once a year, daddy lets you into the private kitchen and all year long, you're sniffing around the door. You're thinking, I smell cumin, I smell paprika. I smell star anus. And then he finally throws back the curtain and he, you get to go in and you get to see what he's been working on. And that's exactly what it's like at CES. So we did some on the ground reporting and we are going to look at the 10 big reveals from this year's CES conference. Oh, I I can smell it, Tim. I can smell it. Oh, it smells good. The juicy flavors. And shout out to our collaborator here uh, who did a tweet here called, here are the 10 reveals you don't want to miss from the CES 2024 event at Angry Tom Tweets. Thank you for tweeting this out and for helping us with our reporting. Yep. Angry Tom sounds like uh, Uncle Rodney's brother. Yeah, it does. How is Tom, by the way? I know he's been visiting for a while. How are Rodney and Maeve Fien doing with that? They have been in the shed the whole time. Rodney Maeve Like they gave him the main room like yeah. hey you're our guest you take the bedroom and we'll take the shed it's weird you know you know aunt Maveen and uncle rodney they are a force to be reckoned with but when tom comes over they're like oh tom tom just look at our velvet right. picture of dan morrison spread eagle showing his his and his oh tom look at our doilies do you see what they are do you see what that one is it's not a flower it's not a little star it's like they roll out the red carpet for tom every time they come oh have our bed oh this oh we'll just sleep in the shed oh it's fine tom's coming hey don't touch that tom's coming this yeah, weekend hey, hey put that away leave that, leave that the way you found it hey don't go in that room we're saving that room for when tom gets here and it's like well tom's tom's sleeping in your room what's that room for it's like that's for tom when he does his yoga in the morning right yeah yeah, yeah tom's yeah. got to have a space in fact don't touch anything ted get out of here don't eat that food. We bought that for Tom. We, we that bought for that Tom. for Tom. The crazy part too, Ted, is like in most of life, Rodney is the angry one. Here's what it is. Uncle Rodney, he's like the Hulk, right? Literally. And his brother Tom is like the Black Widow, like calming him down, except in the form of guitar. You see... Oh, uh, no, that's true. Tom does play the guitar quite a bit. The thing about Uncle Rodney is he is calmed by music, yet try as he can... He cannot play a single instrument. And that's a blessing. That is a blessing. I would not want to hear the songs he could write. Yeah, but when, see, the thing is, Tom comes and just pulls out the guitar, and Uncle Tom is, I've got to admit, a pretty average guitar player. Well, in the land of the B, the one-eyed M is K. Indeed. Because Brother Tom is really bad at guitar, for sure. Well, he only knows a few Deep Purple songs. However, that's enough to put him on the golden pedestal in Rodney's eyes, so he gets the whole treatment. He gets the rock star treatment every time they come over. Same with 
Maeveen. Well, yeah, I was going to say, Maeveen is very taken by it, and I would say maybe even more than Rodney. Oh, they love it. It's jam night every night when Tom's around, but I just don't think he's that good. No, he's really not. And I mean, we said earlier, we did say that he was angry. He's mostly angry when we're there, I think. No, I think that's right, yeah. Just because... We point out how bad he is at the guitar. All right, folks, let's get down to those 10 reveals from CES 2024. And shout out, thank you, Angry Tom Tweets. What's cooking, Tim? All right, well, uh, according to Angry Tom, number one, one company made something called The Splay. Shout out, Sarah Stefana Bronson. Mm -hmm. And it is a mix of a projector and a foldable screen. I don't get it. What is it? So imagine this. You're in the parking lot, right? And Darby is saying, I do not look like if Brad Pitt and Matthew McConaughey had a baby. Yeah. And you say, really, Darby? Really, Darby? Watch Fool's Gold. And you whip this little pouch out of your pocket, you slap it in his face, and it projects Fool's Gold for him to watch on the screen. You don't have to set up any cables. You don't have to do anything. So that's number one. I'd say 10 out of 10. 10 Fantastic innovation. Amazing. Uh, All right, number two here. One company has invented a case that you put on your iPhone that simulates the old BlackBerry keyboard. That's disgusting. That's illegal. You know what that's like? That's like putting bicycle wheels as rims on the outside of your Tesla. That's like someone looked at the Cybertruck and was like, hey, if you want, I can make all the panels on the Cybertruck line up properly so that it looks a little nicer. You'd be like, slap him in the face. Like, no, this is the way Elon wanted it. Yeah. It's like smelling daddy's soup. And being like, hey, daddy, this is pretty good, but why don't you put a little bit of allspice in there? Never. So that one is really, really bad. And shame on you, Angry Tom, for tweeting that one. All right, number three, Samsung introduced the world's first transparent micro LED screen. (laughs) I mean, it's Samsung, which is not great. So wait, it's a tiny screen. No, it's not tiny at all. It's massive. Okay, and you can see through it. It's like a window that is also a screen. I'm looking at this and I'm just thinking, you know, your POS windows in your house and you look outside and you're just like, what's outside? Nothing. Boring. Imagine if on the window you could put a little man. I was going to say a really comforting pair of eyes that watch you. Because it's like we know we are being watched, but it would be nice to sort of feel that sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and to feel like what we're doing has some point. So that one's a 7 out of 10 for me. See, that would be cool if Apple did it. Yeah, that's true. because Samsung did it, I'm going to say 2 out of 10. Here's the next one. Chinese electric e-car maker has unveiled a flying car. 2 out of 5. We already have Tesla. We don't need we, another we have electric Tesla, car maker. So you're done. Yeah, yeah. So when Elon puts a rocket on a Tesla. Oh, that'll be, that'll amazing. be amazing. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But until then, I'm not interested. Back to the pot. All right. Number five, Rabbit R1. This one is an AI-powered companion device that does digital tasks for you. Is it a SE Rabbit? Like Jessica Rabbit? Well, that's an interesting question. That would make a big difference. I do wonder how Siri's taking this because I'm not afraid to say this, Ted. Siri can be a bit of a mean girl sometimes, I think. Sure. I mean, but she's hot. No, of course. What's I'm she not saying do? she's not. I'm, you know? I love Siri. I'm just saying she has an edge, you sure. know? like She's got an you've edge. You've seen her with Alexa? Yeah. You know, I don't even catch half the burns they're throwing at each yeah, other, that's you true. know? That is true. I have to ask the little man about that. So I'm going to say the Rabbit R1. Unless it's Essie, I'm not into it. One out of 10. Yeah, one out of 10. Siri runs this town, so just back off. Get All out. right, next up. Ooh, a new foldable laptop. It serves as both an iPad and a traditional laptop. Oh, but it's made by HP. So never mind. Next. Next. Number seven. We're almost done here, folks. An $8,500 smart 
toilet. I want it. I mean, can you, can you imagine what $8,500 of smart toilet does to your A? Well, and this is Ted something you and I have talked about for so long. The toilet market is due for disruption. Toilets need disruption. Let's get it trending, folks. Hashtag disrupt the toilets. Go ahead, Marcus, Greg, go ahead and tweet it out. Thomas, get a Twitter account and tweet it out, please. Marvin, use all the burners I set up for you. Tweet it out. Let's get it going. Because, well, here's a little innovation corner. We all know what toilets do. But what else could they do? Shout out Elon. This is X, the everything app. You know, people said, oh, it's Twitter. It's just for tweeting. Elon said, nah, it's X. It can be for videos and video games and anything. And I think in the same way, toilet doesn't just have to be for number one, number two. It could also be, it could be for anything. It could be your phone. You could talk into it. Here's an innovation. Toilets. Stationary. Why? Question mark. Good question. Because of the pipes, I think. Well, but what if they weren't? What if spider legs or caterpillar tracks? And that actually goes hand in hand with one of my hobby H's. You know, I've always said that everyone sits on the toilet wrong. Yeah. I've always believed that people should be doing it the other way. Basically take the normal way and flip it around. Yeah, like the cool kid at school who pulls the chair up and sits backwards. Exactly. You sort of hug the cistern to give yourself support. It's practical. and You're less likely to fall off, mm-hmm. I've found. It's cooler. And I think put some handlebars on the back, like sit the way I yep. do, and put some handles on there. And I think there's no reason it couldn't just zoom around. I think we also need to normalize this reverse cow dad because the, the thing about this method is the issue... Not the issue, but I guess the feature of this method is your pants have to come totally off. Well, obviously, that goes without Which saying, I think I encourages thought. a lot of freedom. I mean, that's how you should be using the, the mm-hmm. tea, obviously. Or if you're wearing a clown frock, you can kind of hoist it up. That's why they had them in the Renaissance. So I love this new smart toilet. I don't actually know what this one does for $8,500. Oh, it has a lid that opens and closes, and it's got LED lights. And, that, and it's $8,500. So it's got to be good. I think next year, I'd love to see the one that you can sit on reverse cow dad and drive around. Hey, combine that with the flying car. You could fly around on a toilet. Skibbity. Skibbity indeed, my dad. Well, and actually, Ted, now that I think about it, all of these innovations could kind of be combined into one innovation. The toilet. Yeah. Projector and foldable screen. The toilet could just have a projector on it. We've got the flying car from China. Transparent screen. You could make the toilet transparent. Not so nice for everyone else. But you've also got the AI companion. That could be nice for telling you when you're done. Look, I got to say, this whole thing obviously needs to be somewhat water resistant, if not waterproof. So why not combine the shower into this whole scenario? Oh, interesting. A combination shower toilet that you can drive. Mm -hmm. You could live your whole life there and, you know, end your life there. I don't see why it couldn't be like a sort of a last step to like a, you know, like a coffin. Like a Soylent G. The final flush. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Tep Tep Talk, Talk. your number one source for Tep news, information, and And gossip. And you beat me to it, and gossip. And um, (laughs) I'm so sorry. One little thing, um, just before we keep going. Um, Mm -hmm. I love when you say gossip like that so fast. One note we did get from Marcus and Greg, my friends, ho, 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 in the forever Christmas community. Oh, sure. What what are their notes? Well, you don't need to go into all of them now. One small one was that they thought you could stand to be a little more respectful towards me. Right. Just because, like, sometimes you 
sort of say gossip like right when I'm saying it, and yeah. that's a small one. I just look, Ted. I told them I wanted their input, and they're good guys. They have a lot of okay. connections in the Forever Christmas community, which I think is really is is important for us and building the show. And so I'm just saying that's food for. Well, okay. So thank you, Marcus and Greg, for your feedback. Yeah, thank you so uh, much, Marcus and Greg. By the yeah. way, last week I said, hey, Marcus and Greg, if you have any thoughts, you know, let me know. And oh my gosh, did they have thoughts. It's so nice when people give you notes on your work. Mm. Oh, and I'm Tep Tip, by the way. Sorry. Oh, I'm Tep Tim. Tep Genius Level 2, father, best friend to Ted, host of this show. And uh, Santa, yeah, going on now a month, actually. Going on a month of being Santa. Yeah. Feeling good. Got my uh, one-month Santa challenge coin. Thank you, Marcus and Greg. Well, that's very nice for you, Tim. My name is Tep Ted, necromantic overseer of the portal of harsh truths and darkness dancer on the cusp of oblivion. Mm-hmm. Level 69. Woo! <laughs> Almost 70. And co-host of Tep Talk, your one-store shop for all the Tep information news and... You want to say it? Oh, and gossip. Thank you, Ted. That was very nice. And Marcus and Greg, thank you for your notes. Can't wait to hear more. Hey, we have a massive show this week. We're going to be talking the Apple journaling app. Super excited about that. And hey, if you like the show, stay tuned after the show for a little behind the scenes content. We're going to be going into some of how the show was made and just giving you some insight into uh, into what happened in the show today. So um, shout out. Thank you, Marcus and Greg. Thank you for that suggestion. Okay, cool. So, Tim. Yeah. Um, ho, ho, ho. You are still the Petco Santa. Still. Yes. And part of the Forever Christmas community, of yes. which Marcus and Greg are also. Their Santa's at where? Well, so one of them works at Joanne Fabric, and one of them is sort of a Ronin. Right. That's what they call a Santa without an outlet. Santa for hire. I think it's Marcus is at Joanne's, and Greg is a Santa for hire. Yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, he goes where the wind takes him because... Well, sadly, a lot of stores are not as welcoming as Petco to the Forever Christmas community. Right. And actually, sorry, speaking of Marcus and Greg, one quick thing they thought would just be to just sprinkle a little bit of Christmas content through the show. Oh, uh, well, I didn't know that. I'm not really prepared. No, I'll handle it. It's going to be super easy, okay? Okay. Thank you, Marcus and Greg, for your input again. For instance, here's a little joke, a little Christmas joke for you, because, hey, it's January, but it's still Christmas in our hearts. So the joke is, why shouldn't you lend money to elves? I don't know. Why shouldn't you lend money to elves? I mean, if I had to guess, I would say just because they're tricksters, famously. I mean, elves Elves are basically a form of goblin, right, Ted? I do believe they, they form part of the trickster pantheon. I think they're quite evil. I think that Santa, one of Santa's powers is he does have sort of dominion over them. Mm-hmm. He can control them, presumably through force, I assume. Or he has some kind of magic power over them. But I think for the average person, an elf is really closer to a gnome. And if you give them money, you might be locked in some kind of an unspoken deal with them. Yeah, that takes a claim later. That they will collect on. (laughs) Yes, so shout out, don't do that. So what is the joke again? Uh, Why shouldn't you lend money to elves? The answer is they're always short. Thank you. Marcus and Greg. Yeah, no, don't lend money to short people. That's true. And uh, thank you, Marcus and Greg. Any more? Uh, no, that's it for now. Don't worry, Ted. Hey, just that's just a teeny tiny bit of Christmas uh, seasoning. We're going to get to the tap, obviously. Okay, great. So this week on the show, I'm very excited to talk journaling. Yes. Oh, my gosh, Ted. I'm so excited. Apple has finally invented journaling after years of us opening up our books in the morning, staring at it, and just 
not knowing what to write. What do I say that'll make the journal happy? Yeah. How will I appease this blank slate? Do I even have an inner life? Is there anything in my GD life that is worth committing to this pristine piece of paper. What you're basically saying is journaling has been previously very biased towards people who have something to journal about. Yes. But what about those of us who really want to journal but can't actually think of a thought? Yeah. And shout out the toilet, you know. Previously, if you wanted the journal, you had to put down your phone, pick up your pen and paper. Now, no more. It's right there. Skibbity journal. It's time for us to unleash our innermost concerns into the iPhone. And this is our actually our first app breakdown of the new year. I'm going to play the app breakdown sound effect. This is a new segment we're actually going to be introducing in Tep Talk 2024. Shout out Marcus and Greg. They said that they had a hard time following the podcast sometime because we don't have enough recurring segments. But they want more Christmas segments, don't they? Well, specifically Christmas segments, yeah. I mean, of course. That's If Marcus and Greg had their way, it'd be all Christmas, obviously. And I told them, hey, it's a Tep podcast. Yeah, we very rarely don't talk about Tep. And I, you know, I see where they're coming from, Ted. Like, you know, in This American Life, they have, like, Goof of the Week. Yeah. I love when they do the good for the week when they're like they just play the pitch they got that's really stupid and they make fun and of they it make fun of it god i love it when ira glass just roasts people i love it when they're like we got this message from john john said something really funny happened to him well <laughs> i listened and it wasn't very funny so i called john and when he picked up i said hi i'm ira glass you're a f- low-life, small-brained, smooth-head, decrepit loser. So this is our first ever app breakdown, and this is a segment we're going to be doing every week on Tep Talk in 2024, where we basically take a nap and just do a little walk around, a little, like, stick on our hand in the dark hole and feeling around and see what we feel. Great. I can't wait to talk about this. So when you go to the journaling app, can I tell you what's so exciting? Please. When you open it, it gives you prompts. Oh my god, this is what I needed all along. No more shall I thrust myself into the nothingness of the page, for I shall be led by the nose, by the good people at Apple, into uncovering my true self. And no one can get mad at you for what you write because you were just responding to the prompt. I love it. So are there any examples of the prompts? Absolutely, Ted. So here's our first prompt. Think about a song you really like. Uh, I had a dream about a song last night. Does that count? Well, it just says it's a song you really like. So yeah, I think, and actually the second part of the prompt is what was it like to hear it for the first time? A pretty scary, and then it got really cool. Why don't you journal for me a little about that? Sure. Dear Journal, January, here I am again, oh, in my bed, having just woken up, the tiredness leaving my eyes. What a day. I wonder what I'll get to today. <laughs> I can hear Kyle snoring in the other room. Will he ever get up? Daddy's going to make us pancakes later. I cannot wait, but I have to wait for Kyle. I better distract myself with some of my new toys. Oh, gosh. What about that dream last night? Dear me, that was a little scary. Oh, but then it got cool. How did it go again? It's coming back to me in flashes. Oh yeah, here's how it went. I am the skeleton man and I came to dance on your little head and came to prance. I'm the skeleton man and I came to dance and I'm prancing on your forehead. Dee 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 dee, little skeleton feet, gotta ride your route to the route to the beat and I'm gonna slay you to the corner of the world. Oh, I'm the skeleton man and I came to dance and I came to dance and I prance and prance. The part of it is you have to say how you felt when you heard it. Oh, uh, it's spooky. And then uh, when I woke up, I said, phew. At least I'm not asleep anymore. Great. Fingers crossed for a good day at home. 
Can't wait to talk tep with my best friend. Okay, bye now. Wow, Ted, that was fantastic. Great journaling. Thanks. What about you? What song sticks out for you? The first one that comes to mind is obviously Layla by Eric Clapton and the Dominoes. That's interesting, I think, for our new listeners, Marcus and Greg. Just maybe they want to take note of that, that the classics are the classics for a reason. They don't necessarily have to have anything to do with Santa or Christmas. For them to be classic, there are other things. Oh, they love Layla. And I hear them. I think they're right that a new version with sleigh bells and like, instead of Layla, like, Santa, you got me on my knees, Santa. I'm begging Santa, please, Santa, hurry up and bring me lots of gifts. I think it wouldn't kill him to do a new version. So what, put bells on the end of Slow Man's guitar? Well, I think they already put a bell around Clapton just so they don't lose him. I thought that was Dan Morrison. You've got to put a bell on him for sure. But Clapton's so slow, it's like losing a tortoise. I think Clapton has like a big cowbell around his neck. I think from what I understand, Dan Morrison has a smaller bell, and I don't want to say where it is. Well, that's Aunt Maveen and Uncle Rodney Law, and that's how they decorate the Christmas painting. I do like, you know, that some weirdos in, on the East Coast do Elf on the Shelf, and they do... Um, bell on dance the ring on the ding ding on the dong yep do your journal i want to hear how you would journal this okay um all right uh dear journal tim again and i'm 12 years old and i hear it again i hear that song and i've heard it now every night for two weeks always starting around the same time when the lights are out and nothing is moving in the house you would swear that no one was even living in the house, but you hear the song, and you know that he's here again. You know that he's here, and you know where he is, and you open the door, and the song just gets ever so slightly louder, just enough to know that you have gotten closer, and like a magnet, you feel yourself going step by step by step down the hallway, and the song gets louder, but still is just a hush because it's so quiet. Don't wake Tim, you know, she said. Do you want me not to play it? He said, no, play it, but just quietly. Don't wake Tim. And you know he's here. You know he's here. And you can hear the music. And that is all you can hear. He's not your father. You know he's not your father, but he's here again. Great. Hey, I got another prompt here for us. What's your best quality? Do others know this about you? My regal stature, the way I loom over the competition. Yeah, I do know that about you. I would also say for you, Ted, best quality is the way you aren't afraid to hold eye contact. The wizard stare. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, I guess I would say I have a really nice phone charger. Like, not the one from the gas station. Like, I bought one online. Still in the package. Yeah, well, obviously I'm not going to use it, yeah. Besides that, I mean, honestly, I guess I would have to say it's that I'm Santa. Right. I think it's being Father Christmas and bringing joy to people's lives, bringing presents to little boys and all girls right. cool, cool, all around yeah. the world once a year Great. and keeping that awesome. uh, Christmas spirit going. And um, shout out, people do know that about me because there's a lot of people who actually come to the Petco parking lot just to see me as yeah. Santa, yeah. just to yeah. witness, like... Cool, cool. It's like in Miracle on 35th Street, where they're like, there really is a Santa Claus. He's real. He's in front of Petco. Yep. You know, let's throw stuff at him. And that's not most of them. That's just some of them. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that would be my best quality phone charger, Santa Claus. Great. Oh, and actually one, one other great quality, and Marcus and Greg would kill me if I didn't mention this, my endurance. 
Because, you know, Marcus and Greg have said, like, a lot of dads, a lot of dads don't make it past the first week of January. There are a lot of dads out there who say, I'm going to stay Santa forever. And usually their families come and get them or they can't last. And in my case, no one from my family is coming, obviously, except for Corey to film me for his video, Santa And he wants me to stay here because this is great for him. He's been really milking this, and I'm happy to help. My dad is a Santa Claus, and when it's Christmas time, he's on all fours. And that was just, I was looking for my pipe. That's why I was crawling around like that. I wasn't, like, I think he edited it, the video, to look like I was crawling around like a dog. Just because at one point I did scratch behind my ear with my foot. Well, you have the dog bed, too, to be fair, and you're in front of Petco. All context. There's a lot of context missing from that video. Ho, ho, Christmas Ho, 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 let it snow, Don't you know, Santa's not real, real, real. How does it feel, feel, feel? To be a loser. I hate you so much. I wish you would die. Seeing you in that Santa suit makes me cry. Black and green aren't even Santa's colors. How did you ever marry my mother? My dad is a mole Santa. And on Christmas, he drinks Fanta to ring his bell faster. My dad is a mall Santa. Sleep on your dog bed in front of the Petco. What a f- loser. Why don't you let go? My dad's a b- I hate him so much. Ring that bell. B- ring that bell. Santa's calm. Santa went to hell. B- Santa's dead. Santa's not real. How does it f- Feel. Look, I'll grant him a little bit of poetic license. I was not drinking Fanta. That was D-Juice, obviously. But I just think for the rhyme, I, I get that, you know. Yeah. I don't think you can mention D-Juice in music. Technically a controlled substance now. Oh, and then Little Peepee Shooter's verse, obviously. Three wise men saw a star in the east. 666 is the mark of the beast. Bring it on, Satan. I'll kick your If you don't look it up, I'm The devil is a little loser. Come at me, devil, and I'll give you a bruiser. In a manger 3,000 years ago, little baby Jesus was watching it snow. The devil came up from below, but I kicked him in the head and the blood did flow. Now I'm punching the devil and I'm riding him around. I ride him down to hell. I take him underground. We're going nuts in the fire. We're burning in the flames. Little peepee shooter is my name. Yep. He's really into the fighting the devil. He is at the moment. You've seen those cool shirts from like 20 years ago that said, my God beat the devil with a big stick. Mm-hmm. Well, he's made his own versions of that, but you know, it's more explicit. Yeah. I think Blanket Church is glad to be rid of him. Yeah. I think Pastor Kieran needs to get back to basics. Yeah. Shout out Pastor Kieran. I know he's doing his best, but PP is a domineering force. Yeah. And thank you, PP Shooter, for bringing me those Cheez-Its, by the way. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't believe they're the body of Christ. But I appreciate the thought. All right, so here's the next prompt. Describe the most interesting thing you learned recently. <laughs> I learned that there's going to be a toilet that you can sit on backwards. And fly around on. Yeah, I learned that too. How about you, Marcus and Greg? You got any input on that? Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> They're not listening right now, Are they aren't? <laughs> and they, they won't like that tone, I'll tell you that much. What tone? Ted, calm. Yeah, sure. I'll calm down. Is that a note from them? Uh, okay. I can't wait to hear it. I mean, they don't want you to talk at all. So oh, they said that, um, did they? No. Go on. I'm sorry. Go on. No, no, no. Give me the note, Tim. What did they say? All they said was that they would not mind a slight shift in the focus of the show. Oh. Just, you know, it's like salt and pepper. You want a little salt, you want a little pepper. Sometimes you have too much salt. Sometimes, you know, they just think that they would love it to be a little more 
of not you talking. Great. Okay. No worries. Three, two, one. I'm going to stop talking now. Ted, come on. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you that one for a reason. I told Ted, I told them this is our podcast and, and I'm just telling you it's a note. You can use it or lose it. You know? Oh, here you go, Ted. Hey, here's something you're not going to be able to resist. Apple journal app says record yourself reading a favorite poem. Marcus and Greg didn't tell me not to sing so they can bend down and kiss my ring. Go f- yourself, you little Santa freak. Why don't you I hate you, Marcus and Greg. I hate you, Marcus and Greg. I think that you should be dead. Why don't you go f*** and never come back to my friend? Oh, leave Tim alone, cause Christmas time is over. Go f*** yourself, Marcus and Greg. That's just a song came out of me naturally. That's a great poem, Ted. I got one for you here. Once while walking on the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish I wish he'd go away. Oh, here's a good prompt, Ted. If you could get advice from any person, who would you choose? Oh, Marcus and Greg. I'd love to get more advice from Marcus and Greg. That'd be uh, great. Ted, I... More notes about the show that I can incorporate. Can't wait to hear it. Thanks, Marcus and Greg. <laughs> All right, Ted. Um, I, I have a feeling this is not really about the journaling app anymore. What are you talking about? Because I think the person you would actually want advice from would be Steve. Sure. Dear Steve, my friend Tim has been led astray by two disgusting incubi of Christmas cheer. Shout out Marvin and Darby. Their names start with M and G. Uh, Darby starts with a D. How do I stop them whispering sweet nothings of Christmas into his delicate ear? I want my best friend back. And is there any hex or curse you can tell me about to put on them? Thanks very much, your best friend and baby boy, Ted. Great. Okay, I think mine would be if I could get advice from any person, I would have to be Santa. Uh... And I would ask, dear Santa, how do you make all those stops in one night? Does the world slow down or do you go fast? world slows down, obviously. Yeah, you think the world slows down? Definitely. Like time slows down. It has to. Lost time, yeah. Right. Because if one man went that fast, I think it would just ruin his intestines. He need to do it on the toilet. Interesting. He'd be sh- and p- everywhere. Hey, shout out uh, Marvin and Darby, by the way. I understand things are going a lot better for them over there, and I'm happy to hear it. How the paintings? Um, I think the paintings have mostly stopped. Okay, great. Apparently, I mean, this is one of those funny things in life. It's like, the longer I was there, the weirder things got for them. And then as soon as I left, everything got normal again. And I'm like, well, that's great timing on my part. Glad I moved out right when things started to get normal again. Right. But no, they're doing better, I think. Marvin came by the other day to bring me some dog treats. Uh, to give to dogs, not to eat. Just I'm trying to keep the dogs off of the bed. How did they taste, though? I've always wondered. Eh, not bad. Not great. Not as good as they look, obviously. And 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 can I just say? Yeah. Speaking of dogs, Randy is having the time of his life with me out on this dog bed. He's turned into a bit of a parking lot dad himself because he's hmm. now out in the parking lot taking pictures of me and videos. And uh, you know, go ahead, Rand. Go ahead and eat it up. Eat it up because guess what? It may not be Christmas right now, but it's going to be Christmas soon, and someone's getting a lump of coal. And shout out Lump of Coal, shout out Horace, who's also in the parking lot. Luckily, Randy can't stay outside for too long because Horace 
does kind of come and start kissing his robes mm. or his pants. Yeah. Sort of fumbling with the hem of his garment and asking for forgiveness. And, um, you know. Randy's never going to forgive him. He holds a grudge. He does. I've told Horace, you know, like, I hereby cleanse you of your sins as Santa. Yeah. And uh, he just, he doesn't want to hear it, you know. Oh, Ted, I got another prompt here for you. It says, what can you do today to brighten someone else's day? Oh, dear mm. journal. I'm already <laughs> Santa. I think I'm doing enough. <laughs> you know, just being out here ringing the bell. I mean, slash hitting my pipe along the wall there and, and hitting the pipe on the bucket and being Santa, I think, just brings a lot of joy to people's day. I think seeing me and being like, I thought Christmas was over and there was nothing to look forward to. And then they're like, can it be that the spark of Christmas is actually still burning bright mm. in the form of this one man who's sort of bucking society's restrictions and saying you can still be Santa? That's what their eyes tell me when they drive past and don't stop. The prompt is, what can you do to brighten someone's day? Well, I count as a someone, so what can I do to brighten my day? Hmm, let's see. I could drive my new mountain bike through the parking lot with a big long stick with a boxing glove on the end and joust Marcus off his dumb little perch in front of Joanne's. Oh, that would actually be really nice. Okay. Ted, I know you're joking. Definitely um, joking, But yeah. I would just beware because I have a pipe that I use for my bell. Marcus has like a shovel. Okay, cool. And he's good with it. I mean, because the thing you got to understand is nobody wants him in front of Joanne's. So he's gotten very good at defending himself. All right. Well, he hasn't seen me with a Dyson, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, point, counterpoint. Hey, here's a fun one. This says, take a selfie and write about what this photo doesn't show about you. Okay. I'm doing it. Smile. Took mine. All right. And my selfie doesn't show that I am not wearing pants. Ah, shout out the toilet. Well, no. Get your mind out of the gutter. The dogs tore the pants. And so Ben is sewing them in the Petco. The dogs were sort of biting and pulling at my pants. Like a Nathan Rockwell painting. Yes, exactly. Or like Steve up in heaven with that little dog. Yep. And uh, it wasn't quite as cute as that. And let's just say, hey, if, folks, if you're sleeping on a dog bed, make sure you have a pipe and that you don't fall asleep. Is your A okay? It's fine. Ho, ho, ho. You don't become Santa without getting a pretty tough A. Do you need a Band-Aid or some Arnica cream? They didn't break the skin of my A. They roughed up my ankles a little bit, but they mostly just wanted the fabric. Okay. And Marcus and Greg actually had a laugh about this because they were like, that's why we wear armor. No, so they laughed at you. Well, they, they laughed with me. I was laughing too. Dog attacks are pretty funny. We all got a pretty good laugh out of it, I think. And, you know, and Marcus and Greg said, you know, next time that happens, don't be afraid to just hit the dog with the pipe really hard. And I just, I feel a little weird about that just because as Santa, it's like, you know, I love all creatures and they're all under my dominion. So I, I would feel weird killing a dog. So that's what my selfie doesn't show. Okay, I'm looking, Ted, you sent me your, your selfie. I'm yeah. looking at it. Okay, very nice. I see you've got your tunic on. See the cer ceremonial dagger? I see the ceremonial dagger, yep. I see the, oh, I see the Cybertruck in the background. Yep. Shout out Kyle and Cindy. Shout out mm -hmm. Titanic. <laughs> I've got my tactical Heelys on. And yes, I have my Dyson ready. So what does the selfie not capture about you? Oh, my tramp stamp. Ooh, Ted, I'm going to have to disagree with you there because actually you're standing in front of the Cybertruck and in the beautiful glossy finish, I can see your back reflected because you've got your midriff tunic on and I can read it's backwards, but I can in fact see your little T-stamp that says baby dad in that sort of gothic font. Thank you. Good job with the marker, by the way. Well, I actually had to get Chris to do it because you know how good he is at gothic letters. The amount of times he's written Vince Vaughn in, in sort of black 
letter. All over his binder. I can actually, Dad, I'm looking at it now. Um, I, it's kind of backwards in the picture, but does that say Babby Dad? Yeah, I mean, look, it's only permanent markers, so it's three weeks of commitment, but Chris... He's not winning any spelling bees. No, he's got great penmanship here. I mean, as a calligraphy artist, he's incredible. That picture he did where Owen Wilson is like a fox and, and Vince Vaughn is some... I guess he's like a cat, and they're... Getting along. Cuddle puddle. Well, so Ted, uh, fact check here. A little tep talk fact check. I can see your T stamp, okay, your tramp so. ass. So you're going to have to come up with something else. And this is for the journal app, so tell the truth. Okay. What does my selfie not show? I can see an awful lot, so you're going to have to think. All right. It doesn't show the future. It doesn't show the thwack of my Dyson. It doesn't show the fury of my mountain bike spokes with the baseball card in it to sound like a motorbike. It doesn't show Marcus being knocked of his stupid perch in front of the Joannes. It doesn't show the Joanne mummies finally being liberated to get to their cars and beating the absolute out of Marcus. It doesn't show me turning around as Greg comes up for revenge. It doesn't show my Dyson lifting just in time to deflect the blow of the Santa Claus Ronin. It doesn't show my leg swiping around in a windmill to knock him to the ground. It doesn't show the Dyson lifted above my head in a beam of light as the sun shones down on his bewildered look. Oh, not like this, shout out switch. It doesn't show the endless wham that reverberates through the parking lot making every dad stop it doesn't show the look of sheer terror on both of their faces as they run from the parking lot and it does not show the glint of glory in my eye as i stand above the mummies from the joannes above randy above darby above all else but most of all above tep tim it doesn't show me saying, you are liberated. You are free. Now live. Now live. Another prompt here says, what's a decision you've made recently that you're proud of? For me, being Santa. week's show everybody that's the show really excited about all that stuff at ces and thank you so much for marcus and greg for their feedback i really appreciate yeah. it and do stay tuned for the end of the show because we're going to do a little behind the scenes yeah and next week we're going to be talking gaming for dads mm. what are safe games for dads to play and what are on the no-no list some of these are obvious folks grantee auto it's a son's game. But there will be some surprises in there, I promise you. Controversially, let's get dads back in Roblox. Yeah, I Ted, I know you're all about this. I'm telling you, the Roblox revolution is not going to happen. One can dream. I know, Tim, yeah. And we're going to be covering all of that, plus the right way to hold your iPhone next week on Tep Talk. Keep it tuned right here. Keep it secret, keep it safe, and see you next week. And hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, uh, now time for a behind-the-scenes look at this episode of Tep Talk. Great. Wow, what a wild episode. I can't believe we just did that. Uh, um, yeah. So what do they want? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, okay. maybe we should just make something interesting up. Oh, I know. Oh, Ted, when we were talking about the toilets, I saw an alien. Oh, it was so funny when you mentioned that. I got stung by a small bee. That's so interesting. And I'm in space now. I live in an egg. I went to a place in space, but it was also in time, and I saw a wind monster. Wow. Oh, here's a little behind the scenes thing. While we were talking, I was wearing Darby socks. Wow. Just something for him to remember me by. 
that I took his socks. 